This is a headgum podcast. Ooh, are you trying to get your mug a beat? Are you trying to contour those brow bones? Maybe you're trying to lift those cheeks, mommy. Well, if you're going to do it, you need to do it with a quality product. That's why I am tired of beauty products not meeting my standards. It's time to reshape the beauty world as we know it. Well, wait no longer. Meet Worthy We Cosmetics, the first sustainable luxury beauty brand in the U.S. I love Worthy We because... They have amazing cream bronze tours, as they say them, which is sort of like this cream blush that sculpts your skin and also like covers all the imperfections. As a newer drag queen, I need help from a gorgeous product like this because Worthy Bee Cosmetics are vegan, cruelty-free, and even the packaging is biodegradable. So not only do I get my bronze tour shade like perfectly blended into my mug, I'm able to build like a new beauty routine. It's so easy to use on like some products that are confusing. These cream blushes are buildable in a way that you can't go wrong. Like they're unbelievable. They're unrivaled. It's become a beauty favorite for me. Truly the wear and finish is smooth. Smooth, clean. I know you're going to love them as much as I do, especially if someone like me who's brand new to creams and contourings. If you're as new as I am and you could look as smooth as this skin is looking, you're going to love it. So treat yourself and experience the sustainable luxury beauty brand right now. Treat yourself and experience the sustainable luxury beauty brand. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20%. Oh my God. 20% off your first order at Worthy We Cosmetics, spelled W-O-R-T-H-Y-O-U-I cosmetics.com and use promo code DRAGHER. That's Worthy O-U-I cosmetics.com and use promo code DRAGHER for 20% off your first order. Did we do it? We uh, did it. We is, sang a whole song. This it's is Dragger. the remix. It's Dragger. That's the remix to I Am American. 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 Um, that's our verse. So when we get to the finale, <laughs> that's the verse we do. Imagine Her name was like, oh my god. in sorrow. Um, my God. Um, hey, Drag Her, the only drag race podcast in the whole mm-hmm. world that's Isn't ever it been. incredible that nobody else has thought to talk about this lovely show that we all love? Now I'm getting upset because I, like, I love being the only one, but I'm getting really fed up that no one else wants to talk about drag race on the internet. Yeah, it's so, like, weird. Like, there isn't even, like, Instagram accounts devoted to it. No. There's no, like, Twitter stan accounts. No, there's no drama channels. Like, There's nobody, like, harassing the queens, and I'm like, we should start harassing queens. <laughs> I am so mad that there, you know, I think one thing that sucks, I just think... You know, if there was some like light racism online. Yeah, you know, that would be nice. It'd be a reflection of the world we live in. 
Yeah, and if uh, Queens of Color had less followers for no reason, I think that would be a really cool thing. Yeah, but... you know, I, like, I don't get it. I don't <laughs> gonna. But until that happens, we'll be the only outlet. We'll be here. We're here. Nicole, we caught up a little bit before we started. We but I want to say you look beautiful and I'm glad you're doing well. Thank you. You look beautiful. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm going to go roller skating later today because yes. Sundays are for roller skating. Yes. <laughs> you have the proper uh, knee and elbow protection? I do. I just don't have head protection and like people keep yelling at me. They're like, get a helmet. And I'm like, do you want to buy me a helmet? I already <laughs> bought the skates. I bought the equi- the protective gear. I would love to see you in a helmet. Um, but Should I wear my motorcycle helmet? Yes. <laughs> why not? <laughs> I mean, it like covers my whole fucking head and face. I mean, and you, then, then you'll get really arrested. Um, yeah, they'll be like, "Ma'am, we have to take you to jail. You can't be wearing hot pink rollerblades and a motorcycle <laughs> helmet. You think you're what on the mass Singer? Get the fuck uh, back inside." They're called the Gay Black Bikers, and they're <laughs> a dangerous new gang coming to your neighborhood. Where they truly can't even get into your neighborhood because they either crash their motorcycles or fall right down on their rollerblades. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, um, I'm glad you're doing well. I support you. And uh, thank you. What a fun time. Oh, my God. What about All Stars is coming out so soon? I mean, I cannot believe we barely get a break. Um, We get no break. But then we're going to get a huge break because there's no Aja and the Queen to watch. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know if Ruth's show's coming back, her talk show. Asha and the Queen. <laughs> oh my God, AJ and the Queen. <laughs> I wish it Honestly, was Asha and RuPaul. I wish it was Asha and RuPaul. I would have watched the fuck out of that. Hey, yo, sis. I <laughs> wish it was Asha. It was Asha. No, but um, I know. Oh, we're going to get a terrible break oh. because people can't shoot shows. I mean, rumor has it I'm shooting something in July uh-huh. And I was like, I feel like that might be too soon. Yes. But who knows? I, I'm, I'm not, you know. I, I am also hearing through the grapevine that, like, the idea is that the big, big production companies will need to buy everyone tests um, and uh, do daily temperature checks and then mm-hmm. also quarantine those people. Now, that could weirdly work with Drag Race since... You get yes. quarantined. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that's what they're going to do. They're going to shoot in July and like they're quarantining everybody. But like my whole issue with it is so you give me a test. It comes back negative. Uh-huh. A lot of these tests are faulty. Yeah. We go about our shooting schedule. You're monitoring, monitoring my temperature every day, but I'm asymptomatic. Uh-huh. And I got it from, you know, 7-Eleven when I went to go buy cigarettes. Right. And then I bring it to the crew and then somebody it's. It's not, I don't know. I'm very like conflicted about it. And you like to dunk your cigarettes in the toilet. I've I seen it. I love dunking my cigarettes in the toilet and spitting right in people's mouths after I finish smoking. Bam, it kicks it up a notch. You I know, know you. It it's a really Guy Fieri recipe. Makes me feel like I've taken a smoke break, you know? Yeah. I, I look, I hear I'm, you. Shit's going to go down. Um, shit's going to go down. And I, I don't know. I, I mean, I... All I know is that I want you to shoot something because I want to see that show make it <laughs> make it to 18 seasons on I NBC. Mean, that would be nice. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, 
We'll we'll keep you abreast. We can't wait to talk about All Stars. We're saying it officially. Yes. We, we will June be covering 5th? All Stars. Yes. June 5th. I can't believe it. Rejoice. Hallelujah. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. I watched all of the workroom entrances and me I was too. like, you know, I can't wait for this. I love All Stars. I love. And OK, one thing I'll say before we have to jump in the episode, but I love that. OK, this All Star season, it doesn't feel the queens don't feel hungry to win <laughs> as much as they're just here for summer camp. No. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, but I, maybe I'm wrong. Alexis Mateo, bam, baby. I think Alexis Mateo is always down to win. Alexis wants to win. Yes, some people want to win more. And I feel like just some people are just like, hi, I'm here. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I wonder mm-hmm. if just like the way that All Stars is not always about the best contestant winning has now created a sort of little bit more chill vibe. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but it just, it doesn't feel like they're like the best will win. It feels like now they're like we're here and God knows what'll happen. Uh, I mean, maybe. I'm just so curious to see like who everybody picks for the snatch game. I, don't I know love what the Mariah Balenciaga. You yeah. don't know what the twist is? I don't. Don't. I'll I'll stay in the dark. I want to okay, stay in the dark. I won't tell you. I, I don't know. know. I of course you. Well, it's so you, funny. Yeah, I'm of course very you do. good at pretending like I don't know things. Like when Joel Kim That's Booster and I lying. were doing it. That's called lying. <laughs> <laughs> when Joel Kim Booster and I were doing All Stars Four. Yes, yes, yes. I knew who won the first from our first recording off. <laughs> yeah. Or I knew that there was a. Well, I didn't know it was a double win. Right. I just knew who the top two were from the yes. jump. And I remember I that. I was truly covering it like I didn't know anything. It's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> yes. And that is lying. You're saying your favorite thing to do is lie. <laughs> uh-huh. I love withholding information. But it makes me feel powerful. <laughs> I'm kidding. Also, later we need to talk about 90 Day Fiance, but not right now. Oh, my God. Okay. <sighs> I will talk later. Okay. So. Um, we're, we're back in the workroom. Okay. Heidi says epiphany. Heidi says. It made me laugh so hard. Um, I love her. (laughs) Jackie had a epiphany. Yeah. Do you mean epiphany? It don't have an H? No. Oh. Yo, you learn something every day. I learn it every day. Um, I love her love. so much. And she's not that far off. I mean, come on. No, Epiphany, Epiphany, you know, same diff. They're close. And then Jada and Heidi both have three wins. Yes, they do. In looks, comedy, and dancing. Yep. Do, do you think there are top two? If such yes. a thing exists. I do think there are top two. I yeah. wonder if they're going to do a top three or a top four. Like, I wonder... Me too. I like don't know what's going to happen. I also there's some been some really funny memes of people being like, what, <laughs> you know, like, what is the is the showdown going to be a frack off uh, mm. to please RuPaul? Is it going to be a game of Mario Party mm. or I mean, like Mario Kart? What it's is really it? funny? Like, yeah, what will it be? I think it will be a Zoom reunion. Yeah. Too yeah. Hot to Handle just did a Zoom reunion. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. And I love Too Hot to Handle. <sighs> It was not what you love about the show. That's what I heard. I heard it's bad, but you know. It was not good. You can hear my opinions on it on Too Horny to Recap on Stitcher <laughs> Premium. 
Uh, so they do the puppet reading challenge. Yes. Yes. And this is honestly one of my favorite challenges. It's so funny when like when a queen does something that you may not have seen on camera, but you can fu- that you fully can hear the queen doing it. Do you know what I mean? Yes, a hundred percent. I thought this wasn't the strongest puppets challenge at all. No. Um, who did I think did well? I guess Jackie did a good job making fun of ruptured colon. And, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, Gigi did real. Oh my gosh. Bad. She sure did. And I think there's so much more to make fun of, of Jackie. Oh my God. There's so much to make fun of with Jackie. Yeah. But for whatever reason, that didn't happen. You make fun of her always being in the bottom. You make fun uh-huh. of her never winning a challenge. And yes. you certainly make fun of her always talking about being an improv, impro, like a uh, pro yes. and legend. An impro queen. In pro queen. Um, and then who got Jada? Oh, Crystal, Crystal? Method got Jada. It was funny. And then, I think she should have gone harder on the trade joke. Like yes. did like a, you know, because she's the trade of yes. season 12. And then Jada got Gigi. Yes. Which was okay. You could go so hard on making fun of her relationship with her mom. Just be like, oh, yes. My mom this, my mom that. I love my mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Go, we sew and she supports me and my gunkle is a really (laughs) great role model. Like I just make her like a teacher's pet. Yes. Um. I thought Crystal Method did also a pretty decent job. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was funny. She was cute. I really like Crystal Method. She makes me laugh so hard. Oh, my God. She's so great. She could win this whole thing. I think, I mean, she might, but I don't. I have my theories. Y- oh, yeah? I think Crystal Method is like a campy, uh, like kitschy DIY queen. And I think producers are like, well, we had that win last season. Right. Oh, that's smart. I didn't even think about that. And I don't think a pageant queen has one, but Jada also hasn't said she's a pageant queen. She but just, she did the pee in pageant. I mean, she's she a pageant did. queen. She is a pageant queen, but she doesn't talk about it the way other pageant queens do. Because she's probably like, it's bad luck. I'm going <laughs> to shut my damn mouth. Um, I also want to say, what? But see, I thought of Crystal as a, almost a Sasha Valore. Like, oh. uh, like, I think you're right that she's maybe too similar to Evie well, in the production standpoint. But like, I think of her as like, what if she's that sneaky one where they're ready for another sneaky win? Since mm. the whole season has been like, I won so many and I won so many. And then it's just mm-hmm. going to be about Crystal coming in at the end and uh, pooping roses everywhere. Maybe. I could be wrong. Uh, but I do feel like I'm falling in love with Crystal in the way that like women fall in love with men in romantic comedies Mm -hmm. where they're like, well, yeah, where they don't like them at first. And then they're like, I loved you. I loved you for a long time. I just didn't know it. It's always been you, Gary. (laughs) Always. Um, I will say I have been a crystal method stand since the beginning. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. And I have to say, 
I think I loved her too, but I'll have to roll back the tapes and see if that's true. I, we have to roll back, roll back the tapes. Nope, that's, <laughs> I don't know what song I'm singing. <laughs> I was ready to join in as soon as I knew what song it was, and I did not. <laughs> I also didn't know. What song is that? Do ba ba da 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 do ba da ba da da Is it like a is it like Little Shop of Horrors? Oh yeah, Little Shop, Little Shop of Horrors, Little Shop. Roll back, roll back the tapes. Oh my God! Oh boy, I'm sick. You're perfect, and your iambic pentameters is unclockable. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I want to say one other stupid thing before we keep talking, which is, did you th- do you think Gigi is a little Aquaria-ish when she's talking about how she's annoyed it's a top six? It's that little thing where she's like, well, of course I'm in the top, and I'm annoyed that you guys mm-hmm. are still here. Uh, is that a little Aquaria? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did, w- did, it, did it bump you at all that yes, she's like, I'm in the top, and I'm waiting for I everyone think- else to leave? Yeah, I think Gigi thinks the competition's over. I think Gigi already thinks she's won. Mm -hmm. But, like, Gigi keeps being in the bottom. Right, right. She's really had a streak of bottomness. And this episode, yeah, she had some really robotic issues where she was like, she can't perform when there, when you you just have to perform. She, like, needs the script. She can't perform a human person. Right. Well, I don't want to say can't. She's not very good at performing as a human person because she needed to be a person during the politic challenge. She needed to be a person during this challenge. Right. And then during Snatch Game, she said, I'll be a robot because being a person's hard. This would have been a great. I mean, I think what she did was ultimately funny or so the editing, the, the editing made us think so. But it would have been a great time for her to just be vulnerable and j- no, here's the thing. <laughs> Everyone misunderstood the challenge except for Crystal and Gigi. Uh-huh. I you there is no way you can do a 5-minute one-person show and reveal things about yourself in 5 fucking minutes. Okay. I'm so sorry you Talk can't. See, I think that's why this is a hard challenge. It's the hardest challenge. And they should not have said one person show. They should have said, we want a sketch. See, and the sketch doesn't have to be funny, but that is the conceit of the show. Well, like, I we wrote, like funny. I wrote down the same thing where I was like, wait, Crystal's was a sketch. Like, I mean, that's Correct. great. And I was so happy she won. But it's a sketch. It's not a one person show. You can't do a five-minute one-person show. <laughs> it is literally impossible. <laughs> that means people bought tickets, left their homes, sat down in a theater, a black box theater, and for five minutes you perform, and then they get up and go home. Right. That would be a, a five-minute one-person show. You can't do that. What you wanted was a sketch, and the sketch could be about you and your family or whatever, or it could be like a character because – they did not explain Whoopi's one-person show. Whoopi's one-person show wasn't just about her life and stuff. It was, like, about the people she encountered and what. I don't, like, there was characters in it. And there were characters that were so different from her that she would morph into. Almost the way she did during the, uh, she was, like, coaching Heidi. And she was like, mm-hmm. this is a drunk person. Right. This is, and she, like, morphed into the character. That was more like i don't know 
And Chris and Heidi tried, but good Lord. Good Lord. But I, I agree. That's why that's why it's like, OK, the, the journey of a one person show takes at least 20 minutes and whoopies are even longer. But like yeah, whoopie, I think it was in, it was on Broadway. It was at least an hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. And that's why that's why I think one person show is such a hard prompt. But that's why I was like, OK, if it's one person show, then, yeah, you be a little personal. You be a little vulnerable. And like, yeah, that's why I, I, I think it's completely fine. But to poke fun at the show. The ones they liked the most were just characters or sketches. Yes. That's not a necessarily a one-person show. Like, the I live. The closest to a one-person show was Jackie Cox. But and you was, didn't love it. No, because it was what people think a one-person show is. <laughs> yeah. Where you put on <laughs> glasses to denote a different person but change nothing about the outfit or your voice. It's kind of like if you Amazon primed a one-person show. Yes. Like, and, but I do agree. See, I I don't think she should have won, but she that was a that's what a one person show is. Here, so Gigi Gigi's could have been a five minute one person show. I put it in loose quotes. If she had been a passenger who died, who thought uh-huh. that they were on a plane to heaven, it uh-huh. turns out they're not on a plane to heaven. They're on a plane to hell. That you get a little snippet of what the flight attendant says. You go back to that other character and how they receive the new information. And maybe they meet somebody else on the plane to hell. And then uh-huh. they have some sort of connection and you're out. Right. But like just a, like a monologue. It was yes. good. I actually I liked Gigi's uh, uh, idea. And I do think it was edited to be a little bit better than it was. Because we had teens knocking it. Um, but that's I true. really liked the idea. I was yeah. like, Gigi, this is so smart. You truly have to get out of your head. And I do think being in the bottom has like knocked her confidence a little bit. Uh-huh. Which sucks because I do like confident Gigi. I, and then her runway look was stunning. She's I, sickening. She's, yeah. She's sickening. And now, I mean, it's just hard to see, like, what the editing is trying to tell us. Because now it's just like, does she get to win because she stumbled? Or is she, are they just setting us up to be like, holy shit, she didn't win when she's been pretty mm-hmm. damn good for most of the season? Yeah. Um. Wait, let's talk more about how Whoopi Goldberg is a dream. Oh my God, Whoopi's amazing. <sighs> and we also I, need I love to talk her. to me. I love her. She's perfect. Did you see her in Untucked? Yes. And she was just like kind, smart, and wonderful. And she's, I, I truly, I have a picture of Whoopi in my house because I love her so much and she looks over me. But like this truly solidified all of my thoughts. Like growing up, I was like, there's nobody like Whoopi. And I stand it, I stand by it. Yeah, she's amazing. I mean, she's an original. She doesn't, she, I mean, she believes everything she says. Like, she doesn't play by anyone else's rules and Mm -hmm. she means it. Um, She's just so talented and smart. I did think some of her advice in Untucked was like, like cryptic and riddle-like, but Mm -hmm. I, 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 I stand by her no matter what she does. And I want more Whoopi. Um, and, and everything I, the view is not enough for me. I need, no, she was in a movie called nobody's fool and she was in very little of it, but honestly, she was so funny in it. She is, I really, I want to, (laughs) this is what nobody's ever asked, but like, I've been trying to figure out an outline to the sequel of ghost (laughs) and (laughs) I, 
she would have, I don't want, I shouldn't give my idea away for no. free on the internet. You can But can't. I have like an idea where I play her daughter and like whatever, whatever, whatever. But then I'm like, but Ghost is such an iconic movie to me. And <laughs> I don't know who would ever want to buy a sequel to it. But I think it could happen. And I think you should put it in the universe. Okay. And take Whoopi's advice and, uh, just, I don't, uh, what's your advice? Be amazing and don't care mm-hmm. what anyone thinks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's already kind of what I do. That is. Um, How do you feel about the classic show order drama? You know, the whole here's the first, thing. last. I really did not like that because it, it seemed like all the queens were like, Sherry, you should go last. It felt of right. Of course it she felt like have. It. And I was like, yeah, she's like a showboat, blah, blah. Like, and Jada did not want to go last. Right. And then like Jackie was trying to play like, no, Jada signed up for it. I was like, Jada didn't sign up for shit. No. Jada just said she'd be last. So everyone would shut the fuck up. Sherry. Ooh, blood poop. If you have the nerve to go 17 minutes. I couldn't and you believe you didn't want to go last. I what? couldn't believe it. So you Michelle can't... was right. That is selfish. It's selfish. It's crazy. I mean, but it's are we surprised? It's fucking rude. Yeah, she's the. She's so rude. She's a cult leader. She's a monster. I mean, it's of course she. Once she's in front of people, she loses all concept of time and is just like, what else yeah, can I say? And it's like, sure, if it's funny, yeah, it's funny. But like, when comics run the light. Uh, that's what it's called. You're running the light because in a stand-up show, someone stands in the back and they wave like a flashlight at you. That means you have like a minute or two left, depending on when you ask for your light. When you run the light, you make the show longer. You make the audience become more comfortable to what you're saying. So if you go for 17 minutes, that means everyone's like, oh yeah, I'm deeply invested in what this person's saying. And uh-huh. then it's jarring to have someone come out and uh-huh. do five minutes after you. Yes. Case in point. You have a story. I know. I was just about to say, you have a great story about this. Dane Cook. Dane Cook at the fucking comedy store here in LA, Los Angeles. Drag her. Uh, Drag the cunt. So I said, can I go on before Dane? They said, no, Dane needs to get out of here. He's only doing 10. I said, is this Uh a real real 10 or a Dane 10, which means 30? They said, no, he's going to do probably 15. And I said, but like a real 15? They said, yes. The man gets on stage and does 45 minutes, almost an hour. And then all I had to do was come out and do five fucking minutes. Oh, my to, God. For a tape that I could make for late nights, so like for a late night submission. And I was so furious because he got off stage and I wanted to talk to him to be like, you're fucked up. But he like left a different way with his 12 uh-huh. year old girlfriend. Ooh, literally going to tell kicked. him. Yes. 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 I was going to tell him. I was going to say, you're fucking disrespectful, you fucking idiot. Woo! But then he kicks the door open with his foot and goes out into the night. Oh. I got on stage and I was like, y'all ready for another hot hour of comedy? And everyone was like, oh, and I was like, I'm kidding. And then they laughed really hard. And then I made fun of Dane for my five minutes and did not get a good tape. But it was one of the best sets of my life. Ah. Um, and then I saw him later at the Hollywood Improv. I went up before him. I got off stage and he goes, wow, you're really funny. And I said, I do not care. Oh, no, you didn't. I sure didn't. He probably doesn't remember wow. because that man's ego is so inf- fucking inflated. Well, and I do not talk about people, but I will talk about Dane Cook. Talk shit. He made me so angry. He's dating like a 14 year old. Fuck him. Disrespectful. And that's what that ugly little piece of lip 
Noodles did to my girl Jada. Jada did poorly because of the limp noodles. <laughs> he's like he's dating like a 14-year-old or something crazy. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah, a uh, uh, romantic relationship with a teenager. Wait, how old is he? Oh, a 19-year-old. Oh. He's 46 and she's 19, and I'm going to judge that. I mean, what do you have in common with a 19-year-old? Whenever I meet a child, I go, "Uh." I don't go, yeah. "Ooh." Yeah, well, I mean, probably his immature attitude uh, and his uh, homophobic comedy mm. probably does well. <laughs> Ugh, I mean, he sucks. I hate him. Ugh. So, um, also, show order. Okay. Dr- okay, talk to yeah, me. Yeah, show order drama. I just want to say it's never been as funny as it was in season three when Shangela, like, cooked the order for the stand-up thing. Mm-hmm. Where she had the whole like system where she was like, if Manila fails and then that sets up <laughs> Raja and then Raja goes before Delta like that is it's well, never been as good as that. But it worked. Yeah, it worked. It worked. Also, Shangela is the gamiest game player in I the know. history of the show. My favorite is when she was like, I really want reggae. I, ooh, oh, I need reggae. And oh, they showed boom, like boom, the boom, outtake boom, of her being like, ooh, I love reggae. Can I get the heel on that reggae? And then Carmen Carrera was like, reggae. And she was like, dang. And she's like, that's what I want. I want it country. I set that Oh my God. Uh, poor uh, Shangela. And she wears so a pretty busted and crusted outfit. She, for that. Shangela, uh, honestly, I don't know. She's one of my favorite people in the history of the show. I have so many favorite queens. It's stupid. I just. That's are, also the episode oh, where they that? sing a bunch of Superstar, where they're like, they have to sing eight different versions of Superstar. Mm-hmm. Yes. And reggae, country. Now rock. that the time has come. <laughs> Waiting what feels like forever. <laughs> Carmen Carreras is so bad. Carmen Carrera did not come to compete. She came to make friends. She thought it was RuPaul's best friend race. She sure did. Um, and to fart in the untucked interior illusions lounge. She's mm-hmm. wild. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Jackie. Jackie. Okay, Jackie's going to go first. Sherry doesn't want to go last. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Whoopi is there. We already said this. Drag. I did like that Jackie changed gears and she was like, I'm not going to be a drag. Like the whole drag race historian thing was a pretty bad idea. Yeah. I don't know why you would do that because that's boring. That's not like, that's not you. That's not what you think is funny. You're just talking about your circumstances. Yeah, that's it'd boring. Be like, yeah, it'd be like all of the fucking pandemic content we're going to get is going to be boring. Yeah, that's what podcasts are for, mama. Yeah, that's we're what- <laughs> living through it in real time. We don't need a quarantine family drama where the matriarch dies, but then they can't get an ambulance to come get oh the body. God. So then they weaken at Bernie's him. <laughs> ah! Okay, wait, that's genius. <laughs> Way I love a weekend at Bernie's setup. Come on, come on, prop comedy. I love. Oh man. Okay. Anyways, yeah. I mean, I like that Rue tells her to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Heidi's gonna talk about her family. Oh boy, Heidi. <laughs> Heidi had a great setup. Well, should we just talk about the performances? Yeah, let's just go and get to the performances. I oh, I just the only thing I wanted to say was Gigi. To be, I I think that. Oh my God, I'm going to be such a monster. But I, Gigi was, I just thought it was funny that Gigi 
Maybe the biggest challenge in her whole life has been doing not good on two episodes of a reality TV show. (laughs) Get her, girl. Okay, I we have to move on because I like Gigi. I just I I really like Gigi. I don't know why. I just I like she's sickening and stunning. And I'll say it again. When and if she wins, I'll bow the fuck down because she's amazing. It's just like one of those people where like. Even in comedy, where you're like, I've never seen this person do a bad show. And then they start doing like badly and you're like, huh, maybe <laughs> no, this is a bad analogy. I don't I've never felt that way about anybody. But like watching television, you're like, ah, oh, well, this person's fucking perfect. And then you're like, but you have flaws. But yeah. that's even with like scripted stuff. People like right. I love seeing flaws in people. I don't want to see someone be like perfectly perfect. Yeah. I like watching Gigi. Not struggle. That's not nice to say. But like, it is nice to be like, oh, you aren't like, you're not perfect at everything. Right. But I will say, I really liked the, what she, her idea. She had a very strong idea. Yes. But you know what we should do before we get into those shows? What? Take a break. Hi, listeners. Here to tell you about a very important organization called Al Otro Lado, which helps to reunify families which have been ripped apart due to our country's cruel border policies. As you know, since 2018, many people have been suffering through these policies, which have taken children away from their parents. And Al Otro Lado is working to reunify families. They've already reunified over 100 refugee families and they create legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the United States and Tijuana. We want you to get involved today. Help me support Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode below or go to gum.fm charity and donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. That's A-L-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O dot org slash volunteer. Yum, 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 yum. I like to eat food, but you know, it's hard. Let's be real. Food is confusing and it happens three times a day. You want me to cook three? I'm offended. I'm aghast. I'm agog. Uh, the gall, the gumption, the nerve, the audacity, and the cheek, all of it. I don't like it. But now I'm calm because I use Factor Meals. Factor Meals are available in just two minutes. They come right to my door and they have really popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, Vegan, Veggie. You can get any kind of delicious meal delivered to your door. I love them. I've been using them for over a year, way before I started talking about them on the podcast. They help me feel full, satiated. Uh, it, there's no mess. It, it, it comes never frozen. It's always fresh. It's my favorite meal solution. I've said it a million times. I come home after a night of hanging or dancing and I eat a factor meal. Like to me, that's the ultimate endorsement. These meals are so yummy that I'm able to kick a craving for a much naughtier meal and come home and eat something I know will be good for my body. So head to factormeals.com slash dragher50 and use code dragher50 to get 50% off your first month plus 
20% off your next month. That's a lot of money. That's code DRAGHER50 at factormeals.com. Go, get into it. Factormeals.com slash DRAGHER50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Bring back Back my my bike. (laughs) Someone was like, you know, it would make more sense if you said bring back my podcast. And I said, no, we don't want to make sense. You know, it's honestly devastating that like I constantly think I make full blown sense until someone says something back to me. Yeah. I go, "Uh oh, Uh oh, I'm not good. I lead with confidence, and that means you. I say a lot of dumb shit all the time. <laughs> I say dumb shit so much. So she just texted me. So, okay, she really likes chairs, so I sent her a miniature couch for her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, how many? Yeah. It's it's mini. It's maybe it, like, fits in your hand. Oh, okay, it's maybe okay, two okay. hand lengths long. And... Uh, she like got the package and I was like, wait, before you open it, guess what it is. And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, open it. And then she texted me today and she's like, I can't get over the fact that you thought I was going to be able to guess that you got me a miniature couch for my birthday. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I guess that truly doesn't make sense. Cause I sent you something that literally doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? A protein shake mama. Oh no. So is that just a cup full of cum? It's a it's, it's pretty nasty, honestly, but um, I've, I've bought the fantasy and lie that it's good mm-hmm. for me. Uh, okay. Yeah. Here's okay. a question. Talk to Why me. Why is Dahlia Sin still oh my in the God. broccoli costume? Oh, my this, God. This proves to me that queens don't go home, that they sit in the hotel room the whole time. They, can, they can't all be there. I think they just tricked her into being there. Maybe. Um. I, it's it's very wild that like they won't let her go home. Also, I got into a deep, not a deep dive because I couldn't really find out anything. I was the only thing I found out about the House of Aja is they disbanded because Aja was doing more of her music stuff or their music stuff, and the other girls started a new house called How- the Dollhouse. And then Candy Muse is my new favorite queen. I was yes. all over her Instagram. She's so fucking funny. Yes. Um, and then there was another one called Momo Shade. But oh. I don't know what happened to Momo Shade. And I found this tweet that was like, you know, House of Aja is now the dollhouse uh, uh, because Aja's doing music and Momo is no longer a part of the picture. And I'm like, what did Momo do? So if somebody knows what Momo did, let Tell us. me know. Okay, That's- now we can go into the performance. I just love, I just want to say I love that a lot of, it's hard, I mean, it must be, it's hard to be friends with drag queens, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's a lot of drama, I honestly, it, I truly think there's very few things different from drag and stand-up, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, you like, you work in a nightclub, we work in clubs, yeah. Uh, there's drinking involved in both. Uh, right. There's, you know, one gets the show. Yes. One, do- like one doesn't, like maybe your writing partner doesn't get it. You get it. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, there's... it's very similar shit where like yes. one gets plucked and then the rest are like, when is my fucking turn? And another thing, it's like everything is so subjective and like what, oh, yeah. wh- what one person succeeds at is not going to be what another person succeeds at. And there are like, Twelve to be conservative. Twelve ways to be awesome, 
And Mm -hmm. uh, it can be really frustrating when for some reason one of those things hits. That doesn't mean you're Mm -hmm. bad, but like on any given night, the number 11 hits and the number six like Mm -hmm. tanks and you don't always know why. Yeah, it's interesting. And then like uh, Rock has spoken to this where she's like, I've been painting like this for a long time. I'm not copying kimchi. I'm not copying Trixie. Right. And it's like, yeah, because you're only exposed to the queens on this show and you don't support your local queens. You don't go on Instagram and go in little deep dives and find new queens or whatever. Yeah. Um, So it's it's interesting. I mean, it's kind of like with stand up where people are like, oh, you're just trying to be X, Y and Z. And it's like, no, I've been doing this a long time. There's only so many different jokes you can tell about the same subject. Of course, maybe they're a little similar. Yeah. And it's also it's also funny, like when someone falls in love with you or when a group of people fall in love with you, you you will hear the same thing of like, where have you been? Yes. And you're like, I was here. <laughs> I yes, was here. Very few people are overnight sensations. Right. Very. I would say one percent of uh, successful people are overnight sensations. Everyone yes. else has been working their fucking asses off to seem like an overnight sensation. And then once someone likes you, everyone likes you, which is great, but it's also what can be, it's very challenging about entertainment. Because you're like, oh, wait, it took one job for everyone to trust that I was funny. Just one. Right. And then like the sidekick friend, like those people like just get that job over and over and over. And it's like, how do you break the mold on that? Oh, it's frustrating. Okay. It's it's tough. Let's talk about these. Oh, first Rue looks stunning. These oh looks my God. this season. The looks on celebrity. Like I just, I'm gagged. I'm gooped. I'm happy. I'm, I'm just feeling my oats. I'm yeah. living. Oh, stunning. It is, it is shocking and beautiful. She is like a, a fucking waterfall of purple yes. goop. It's uh, so pretty. I love it. Amethyst. I mean, oh, and, and she has this thing that's like, it's not a slit. Like, it's like a bodysuit with draped, beautiful stuff on it. It's It's really, really pretty. And the hair. The hair. I love big white hair. Swoop to the side. Raven beat that face. It looks so good. Her hair is fucking, like, literally scraping God's nuts. It is so high. I love it. And beautiful. I love it. Man. Do you think she was like, Whoopi's here. I gotta, I gotta fucking look Probably. Yeah. I mean, Whoopi's a fucking legend. Oh, man. Jada makes me laugh, too. The only other thing that happened that was great in the workroom was when Jada's like, who is Rose Nyland? And like they freak mm-hmm. out a little bit, and she says, "What I did." <laughs> Jada's it really made so me laugh. funny. What I did, and then she's like, oh, "I didn't know." Then, I love it. I don't know. And she gives a look over there. Jada uh-huh. gets callbacks. Jada um, does get callbacks. She gets callbacks. So, so one I, person I shows. said, "I didn't love Jackie Cox's because I didn't." Ta- I yeah, and- didn't think it was uniquely interesting. Like, yes. Okay. I get it's like anytime a comic's like, you know, I, my immigrant mom wanted me to be a doctor, but uh, and we had a fight and guess who's on stage. I want, or like, it's like, okay, <laughs> a lot of people don't do what their parents do. What makes this uniquely yours? There was nothing. It is not new. It is, but 
I I thought she did a good job, but I, I completely agree with you that it is like one person, 101. It is, it is like, Mar- I mean, Margaret Cho did it and then a million people did it before that. But like, pe- people love ethnic moms. Yeah. People eat that shit up. And I, I agree with you that it has been done before, but people fucking scoop that shit up like hummus because she's, <laughs> she's Persian. Ha, 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 ha. And the mom sounds like this. Oh, I'm confused. Um, People love yeah, that shit. I just for me, I was like, what is your twist on it? Right. Like what what is what is a better twist? I I don't know what it would have been because the story to me is not super unique. Like I just, I mean, I used to tell a joke about how me and my mom wanted different things for me. Uh-huh. The twist was she's dead. I won, you know? <laughs> so like that's oh. my twist. That's different. Are you just digging in your nose? Mono? Yeah, I have boogers. <laughs> I have boogers <laughs> and you can keep that in. <laughs> Because I keep it real. I keep it fucking real. I am Shangela Laquifa Wadley and I keep it real. I, was I have like, boogers. I was going through this monologue and I was like looking away kind of. And you I were looked talking back and I was about like, your dead mom and I'm picking my nose. Just picking. Is that bad? for gold. No, for I love deli- it. Liquid gold Velveeta cheese. Um, no, that's a, <laughs> that's a really good angle on a, that's an, an <laughs> That is an incredibly clever angle on something that not many people can make as funny as you do. Well, it's like, that's my unique angle on that. What was hers? I wanted to know, like, maybe it, I mean, it changed and her mom's like proud of her now. Um, I don't know. I just like, I was like, I want it. I want it maybe a specific story. Like, was yeah. there a specific story about her in drag where her mom was, like, upset about it or something? Right. That she you does can the make feathered funny. boa thing. But once again, that is also, that also feels like a one-person show from the 80s. Yes, you know what I where mean? where it's like, and I guess I'll hide it a little bit better. Yeah. I was like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I really, like, and then going between the glasses, it was so 80s, so 90s. It was, like, it was, just, yeah. like, elementary. No, I don't want to say elementary. That sounds so mean. But she did look stunning. Yeah, it was. You're right. It just it was it was completely safe. And but they they ate it up. And I think the one thing she got rewarded for was she came in with a whole new concept. I mean, she took yes. the note. Yeah. So she did. Some, sometimes you get more points for taking a You're hard just taking note. The note. Yeah. Uh, next is Crystal. She's doing a. Yes. She's doing this male. This made me laugh so hard. It was hilarious. Fill up, fill up something. It was so silly, so funny, so like not taking yourself seriously, truly wacky, and it was a sketch. It was not right. You would not want to see an hour of that person. In but fact, I would watch an hour of that person hosting a show. That's right. fun to come back to him. In fact, it was almost the droop challenge. It was almost an infomercial for the workout, which is like cool. But like, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at it, but it was because it was great. And like sometimes in Drag Race, you you just get rewarded for going Mm -hmm. for zigging when they ask you to zag. Yes. Um, And she did. She did. She was hilarious. I mean, if she had wanted to make it a one person show or more one person show like 
she could have again like how it was like Gigi could have done some of the like a passenger on the tra- on the plane to hell she could have done someone who like doesn't get the workouts mm-hmm. like someone who doesn't get it one person who does get it and right. if she wanted to go full infomercial she could have done like testimonials to the workout there was like there was a way to make that more of a one-person show and less uh of a full-blown sketch yes uh and and but then also like it is one-person shows are also sketch shows that's like also a thing it, it is a thing it is a thing a lot of our friends have done amazing shows yes. which like these are my best characters mm-hmm. and um i i did think it was interesting that like of course they would not ding her because she's showing her mullet and that makes rue happy but i i was wondering if they would give her a ding for you know, doing some male drag, but I like, well, here's the thing. It was pretty androgynous. Yeah. So I think it was fun that it was like male skewing, but this man, you know, had a mullet, a full blown face and makeup and heels. So I thought it was very fun to kind of gender, not gender fuck, but like really play with it. I like that we're there in Drag Race because, I mean, right in in season five, there was like this huge drama when Alaska was Buffalo Bill. Yes. You know, and it's like, Mm -hmm. you are a boy. I was like, yeah, but she was doing a big character. Mm -hmm. Feels like we're past that now. We're just like, yep. Yes. Drag is drag. Um, And then a. (sighs) Heidi Hole. Heidi Heidi Hole. Uh, Heidi Ho, Heidi Aphrodite, Heidi Almighty. Man, Heidi had a perfect location for a mono scene-ish uh, mm-hmm. one-person show. Mm-hmm. So we're at the picnic. Why yeah. not have your grandmother be the narrator of this? So she's the, she's your through line. Mm-hmm. Grandma is a lovable woman who hates her family. So she's like, she's spouting words of wisdom. And then she's like, "Uh uh-oh, here comes this motherfucker or whatever. And then, you know, then you have your drunk uncle come in and you have your drunk uncle interact with the grandma and then leave or whatever or stay. And -hmm. then use the table, use the table to denote different people if you're not going to change your wigs. Um, Yeah. Also, why wear that wig and that outfit? Right. Because I think she was like, I want to save the best shit possible if I make it all the way to the finale, mm-hmm. which I mean, she was in her head, as you've seen on talk. She was like, she's been she has not given up on herself, but she's been like realistically playing the odds of like, can I make it to the finale mm-hmm. or is this the end of the road Um, for a while? Yeah, I, but just... I, I agree. It could have been better. I see where she wanted to go with it. One person shows are hard and she kind of got lost in the narrative. Uh, yes. As opposed but to like the funniest behavior. And as you know, it's all about behavior and comedy. Yeah. I just, I really think if she, there was no structure to it mm-hmm. and she didn't like come back to a central theme. Mm-hmm. I didn't know why. All, I knew it was like a family picnic, but I didn't know why all these people with like wild personalities how they dealt with each other because she was just doing these things, but like you have to interact and deal with your environment and deal with why you're there. There was, there was who's there was what's there was no why's. That's a really fucking smart way to put it. Are you, wait a second. Are you fucking smart? Oh my God. I might be comedy smart. Well, you're I mean, very the comedy smart. is just who, what, where, why. Yeah. And then I guess like when, if you there want. There was way too much conversations about potato. It was just like, here's a potato salad. 
where's the potato salad? The potato salad's here. But, oh, I'm going to try the potato salad. It was just a constant but, conversation. Had Heidi been like the pinnacle of a picnic cookout at my place is the potato salad. Mm. And I'll tell you something. Everybody right. fucks it up but me. And then you can truly have everybody talk about potato salad if you want, because that is your stakes. Your right. stakes is, is the potato salad good? That's the Czech coffee and gun. That's the gun yes. that goes off. And then yes. when it's bad, you you see every character at an 11. Yes. At their, yeah. Oh, okay. You're a genius. Yes. Okay. Work. I Yeah. I mean, maybe... Maybe I should have actually done my one woman show that I wrote years and years ago. I hear you. Hey, there's still time Girl. and you're going to do it on mm-hmm. broad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. right. I forgot theaters are canceled. We don't have theaters anymore. Uh- <laughs> um, also, Jada's story could have been funny. I know. I didn't. I don't even know what the story was. It just went so fast. It went so fast. She did not take the note that she speaks too fast. She mm-hmm. really could have painted like so okay for me when you what tell a was story the story okay so the story was she was in full drag she had a pee she was tucked she couldn't untuck fast enough and her boyfriend was on his knees helping her and she gave him a golden shower essentially and Why? then she gets because she pees on herself okay that's so weird that's such a weird story so then uh she like gets back to the judges table and people are like ugh, somebody's stinky she thinks it's her but it turns out these other girls have like onion sandwiches or something i don't know so for me to fix this you have to really paint the scene so if you're going to tell a story with a microphone you're not going to act out anything we open on a pageant we're backstage you Mm -hmm. give me like the mean girls version of each girl do you know what i'm saying like when uh-huh. they go through the girls, they're like, this one's the dumbest one. This one is the prettiest. This one knows everything. Give me a rundown right. of all those girls. You give them the Southern Belle. She, yes. she's, she says she's the sweetest, but she's actually the meanest. Yes. Then you have, you know, the dancing yeah. queen. She's the yeah. one who's moisturizing her, her baby toe before she dances on stage. Whatever. Yeah. You, like, like characters. Paint the whole scene. Give me what people are wearing, whether it's crusty, whether it's stunning, whether it's glamorous. Because you like as long as you paint the scene, I'm like, what the what is where are we going with this? Like you have like a clear mm-hmm. vision of what's happening. And then uh, then you get into, oh, my God, I have to pee. And what does it feel like to have to pee when you're judging something? You're looking up. You're like, she's stunning. She's I'm going to pee on myself. Oh, this is a beautiful. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like you go in and out of that a little bit, like really get people like on your side and be like, oh, my God, she might pee on herself. And so that's like, will it won't it happen? And then you get to the bathroom with your boyfriend. Your boyfriend loves you. He's looking in your eyes and you're like, I've never loved a person more. And then you're like. I peed all over him. Like, you know, like you, like Uh you don't want to do it, but then it happens. And then what's the aftermath of that? What happened with your boyfriend? Did he look you in the eyes again? Did you ever have sex again? Like, did you like, did he like it? What I, there was so many, there was more, this could have been a very good story. Yeah, it could have, it could have, it really could have. That's what I maintain. I, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's just like any, with any story, it's like you just take us on the journey. Cause otherwise it was kind of like when your friend just tells you a dream and you're like, yes. wait, what, wait, wait, what? Slow down. Oh, okay. I guess that mm-hmm. is weird. As opposed to being like, imagine you are mm-hmm. in this place that matters. <laughs> yeah. Cause I tell stories 
a lot. So not to like toot my own horn, but in my special on Netflix, <gasps> um, I so there was uh, something happened where I flew into the Cincinnati airport, and as I was driving to the school, it goes "Welcome to Ohio," and I said. I wasn't in Ohio. What do you mean? And then as I was driving, I drove through this, like it, like the GPS had me like on a back road, like so many back roads. And I came across this like big boarded up house that said free watermelon. And I was like, what? so I'm, I'm in Kentucky. There's a trap for black people. And like, <laughs> I, <laughs> so then I like wrote a joke about that, but I like described all of the things mm-hmm. and truly that's like, like a 30 second story I told you that I've turned into a 10 minute joke or like, yeah, maybe like seven minutes. I don't know. But then I like go into like, if the underground railroad, their final stop was in Cincinnati, but it was actually in Kentucky. It was like, it took you from slavery back to slavery. So uh. like <laughs> she could have found something to parallel having to pee at a pageant with. Right. That's like another way to do a story. Well, and there needs to be a, a pow or like an event or why yes. does this story matter? And like when I was on your podcast and I've because I've told the story about sleeping with brothers before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it, it's a true story. But the story, of course, even when I tell the story, that's true. I make sure to start with the expectation of I wanted to hook up with a couple. They were mm-hmm. they were cute. Oh, these couple looked alike. But what gay couple doesn't? I'm setting up the expectation yes. and then reversing it. Yes. And. But then again, that's like uh, like storytelling, joke writing. Drag Race asks a lot of people. Like that it's it's a nuanced thing. Oh my god. And when it goes well, it's like wow, you know? I'll even argue and I I I could be wrong on this, but I feel like when it comes down to these final weeks, top 6, top 5, whatever, it feels to me that the producers use these challenges to do what they would like to do. That's how I feel. Fair. I feel like some, that's how I feel. Now, I did feel like it looked like our bottom two was our genuine bottom two, even though yeah. I think methane bubble should have been in the bottom for breaking I mean, the rules. Yeah, she didn't do the assignment. But I think sometimes they use these final weeks to kind of drive the drive the bus where they want to go like when mm-hmm. we you know we we lose we lost Nina West and we kept Silky you know people thought we would fall even more in love with Silky than maybe we mm-hmm. did <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think it's unfair that there's a that Silky Ganache made it to the top 4 and Heidi didn't that's fucked up <laughs> but we wouldn't get uh, Silky's iconic roll around During that final lip sync, she like (laughs) belly flopped onto the floor. And honestly, that's bravery. That is Uh, (laughs) stunning bravery. Um, Going 17 minutes is mean. Also funny that she had a psychic goldfish. And uh, it would have been great if that psychic goldfish told her about her future as a criminal. Yeah, being like, you're going to get caught. Imagine imagine the fish said that and they like they like left it in. Okay, let's talk about the runway. So Jackie Cox. Ooh. Jackie. Oh, you didn't really talk about Gigi, but we get it. She's she was good. She was good. You oh, you, you talked I thought about we her. Did. Oh yeah, yeah. I I thought her her uh I I really liked the framework she had. Yeah. And I think she could have dug a little deeper. And I did love her crowd work. I thought she's really good. She's very good at snark, 
But in a, in a way where, like, I, I didn't feel like she was being mean to anyone. You're right. She's incredibly good at saying bitch in a playful way, which honestly yes. is a skill. Yes, she's very good at roasting people without people being like, this queen is being so mean. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, work. Let's talk runway. Okay, Jackie Cox. I... Uh, I liked it. I liked it, but talk to me. I didn't love it but i didn't hate it i love the molly the you in danger molly um <laughs> what is it a one-eyed purple monster it's that song like one-eyed one horde flying purple people eater it's like a kid song do you mm. remember yeah um i must be either too young or too old i i like to say too young yeah um, let's say too young but, but i did like the tights i love it because it's so different than anything she's done before I mean, it's almost crystal methodish. Um, yeah. I think I think the hair and skin color combo is gorgeous, and I like the fringe on her nails. It's almost like Susian to me. I really liked it, but I'm here for any critique of it. I I don't know how I feel about it. I really like the mouth. I don't like the eye. There's something weird about the eye for me. It's very Ariel Monsters for me. Um, it's a, some Nickelodeon color schemes. I like that the tongue comes out. I don't know. I'm pretty indifferent about this look, although I do really love the tights. Speaking of Ariel Monsters, did you ever watch Ariel Monsters? No, so sorry. Never mind. That's okay. We'll talk later. Um, I mean, you'll never watch it, so we'll talk never. <laughs> All right, fine. I like it. Come on, the color scheme is pretty stunning. Like that, Fine. even even her complexion, like the way she mixed spots of purple with this sort of lilac. The, it, yeah, she's, fine, I like it. It's good, because the fact that she's even blended in <gasps> this very specific color is pretty good. Yeah, I all think. right, fine, I like it. Maybe the wings are a little dinky donkey in the back. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I love Crystal Method's look. This is adorable. Love this it. little patchwork like bull. This is so cute. Yeah. It's very um oh, what's that book? That that they Into that was, the Wild? No, yes. where the wild things are. Where the wild things are. It's very that. It's very Max. Yes. It's very it's, that motherfucker. It brings a smile to my face. Yeah. And I don't mind that like we can't really see her body because it's like a full blown fun. Fashiony costume. Yeah, it's really cute. I mean, the dimensions are right. The 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 also the differentiation in fabrics is pretty stunning when you get uh, you get a closer look at the color schemes mm-hmm. going on in it. Um, yeah, it's fun. She looks like the beast. If the beast was gay, she looks yeah, fun. I really liked it. It it reminded me, yeah, of, yes, of where the wild things are. It's very, very, very that. Very that. Um, very that. It's good. Heidi. It's gorgeous. Heidi. This is the best face Heidi's ever painted on herself. It is. Um, and one of the better gowns she's worn. Yes, this gown is honestly stunning. I think it's really beautiful. The cutout on her back. I think she looks so good. Yes. I love her so much. Me too. The hourglass that you see yes. with like the heart shaped back cut out and then the booty. Sh- it's like a it's yes. like a double heart with the booty heart. It. It's gorgeous. She looks lovely. It's just not the most inventive thing when. No, but like it's classic and simple and I really like it. Yeah. 
Yeah, she looks great. Um, she looks beautiful. I mean, at this point, it's a fucking tough. It's a it's tough to get mm-hmm. to that next slot, even though I think she sh- obviously should have. Yes, uh, Gigi Good looks stunning. I love this Daphne Jinkies. cosplay. I love that she was like, it's kind of like Daphne. I was like, you're fully Daphne. Like it's full blown Daphne cosplay. It, I the, love it. Are the Scooby Doo people gonna fucking sue? Like, why can't we say? <laughs> can and you can't say a fictional character because that's copyrighted. Yeah, right? I guess I don't know, but I really I loved. How like the green tights matched all the green on the dress that matched the headband. This deep plummy purple is stunning. The dress is the perfect length on her. Yeah. Honestly, this is one of my favorite Gigi Really? Looks. I did not see you saying that. I really didn't. I, I thought, really liked it. I thought you were going to tear her apart. No, I really, really, really liked it. This, I love it. This for me is up there with the buttons. Yeah, Um, I like it was just it was a fun nod to childhood stuff. And it was just really well done. It's really well done. The sheer also the sheer um, sleeves Sleeves, really take it up a notch. Yes. If those were color blocked and like a solid purple, I don't think it would be quite as stunning as it is. I agree. I really, really like it. Yeah, it's fucking, and the wig is right and hydrated. Yes, it looks so good. And her dance moves were good. Mm-hmm. So she slays. She slays another day. Yeah, and then a cup of mud wearing, uh, what is it, Florence D, what is the designer's name? Oh, Florence Delee. Yes, Florence Delee. A stunning, stunning, stunning cup of mud and a beautiful Florence Delee. Yeah, I like... It's cool. I've uh, yeah, this um this sort of like like this shit shit monsters. I thought it looked bad on the shit monster, but I like the makeup on the shit monster. Oh, I love the costume. I think it's I think you would have liked it if it wasn't a cat, like a little cat cap if she right. had some hair. Right. I think so. Um And but the then paint again, was good. I mean, this cup of mud can truly paint. Right. Well, it's just like when Satan's scrotum puts on a costume. It immediately doesn't look as interesting <laughs> to me. Um, so I, I, it was, it was hard because I just already was so upset and I was already mad that you know it, it went so long and I was like, Ugh, I don't care about this. And then Jada, Jada, my God, Very- this is a stunning, stunning dress. Stunning dress boot combo. Yes, another sickening slit. God. Jada Um, is everything. Yeah. I (laughs) really love her. She's so pretty. (laughs) And then the little details are amazing. She has like a a purple tear, jewel tear. The hair is like, also the the, uh, a hat like that can get in the way of your face and it doesn't get in the way of the face. No. Because she she doesn't clothes don't wear her she wears the clothes no and it has one strong shoulder and yes. one isn't the other shoulder like bare or I just can't see it because of her gorgeous hair uh, I oh. guess they're both really lovely yeah. lovely box shoulders which look so good on her yeah it's a uh, like a shoulder patty look it's fun it is it's a good stunning time. I fucking love it. Um, and then wow. we get our bottom two, mm-hmm. and we get, it's my mm-hmm. two favorite queens. 
We have I Heidi. Know. I was so sad. And we have Jada. And uh, this is Heidi's And the writing's time. on the wall. Lip syncing. And yes. Jada really turns it out. She's a Jada force does great. to be reckoned with. Her energy and pussness from the jump is great. Heidi is great. She puts up yeah. an excellent fight, but you just know at the beginning of this what's going to happen. Yeah, and I was really sad. I was really upset. I'm still not over it. Um, it sucks. But has she got one of the best goodbyes of any queen since, like, Latrice Royale? Like, she gets a full salute from Maru of saying, you're a fucking star. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I'm a- sure she'll be Miss Congeniality. I'm sure we'll see her again on an All-Stars. Mm-hmm. But... I'm just really upset about it, and I don't know if I want to continue watching the show. <laughs> no. I Nicole I love Heidi, Nicole so much. What would I what would Heidi say? Almost cried. <laughs> <laughs> this is how invested I've been in the show during quarantine. I live for very few things. One is Drag Race on Fridays, twerk mm-hmm. on Mondays. Yeah, and that is about it. I a hundred percent hear you. I mean, she was the she was truly the heart of this season, mm-hmm. and much like many talking head queens, like she's the reason why this season had had this bubbly lightness. In even though there was a grim reaper in every episode, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. without her, there would have been no effervescence to this season. What other queen would look Nicki Minaj dead in the eyes and go, "I have a question." <laughs> Why do you hate my face and hair? <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. I'm gonna worry about Heidi now. Like, she's iconic. She's, she's legendary. I really fucking love her. She had a really funny moment in Untucked, too, where she said, where she talked about the start of her and Jada's friendship, and she calls it the initialation. <laughs> Very funny. Heidi doesn't know words and I love it. Like yeah. it's it's really it's adorable. I love her. I want her to be on my television forever. And she's perfectly not produced. She's she's just delightful and she knows she's fun, but she's also like yeah, man, she's amazing. She's not angling for her merchandise. Do you no. know what I mean? She's just hilarious. I love her. Gigi Oh, but Crystal wins, which is, I was so excited because I'm a Crystal stan. Yes. And Crystal finally wins her first challenge. And I was so excited for her because it was well-deserved. Great timing. All all I can hope is that she gets to coast all, she gets to take this energy to the finale Mm -hmm. because, you know, uh, unfortunately, like Miss Cracker lost or she won an episode, won this same episode and then went home the very next episode. And I don't want her to go home. I want her to stay. Me too. I want her to stay really badly. Do we... (sighs) I mean, I don't know what happens next episode, but I'm worried that I do know what happens. Because, like, is there any chance that Piss Diaper goes home? Is there any chance that Piss Diaper goes home? I don't think so, just because they said that they were disqualified. Right. So... You think that means it sucks because at the beginning I thought that just meant no, she's disqualified in general. But mm-hmm. now it really seems like no. She's... Yeah, I think she went pretty far. Yeah. Yep. Which yep. Sucks. 
Will we get a lip sync off? What is the end? What I is- don't know. I don't know. Nobody will tell me. I've asked questions from, <laughs> I've asked people I know on the show. I'm like, what, what's going to happen? Nobody will tell me. Cause like, it's like, like, cause like, <laughs> what's, wh- how do you do a Zoom lip sync off when uh, the fucking, there's delays like a motherfucker on a Zoom all the time? I don't know. I, uh. I truly don't know. Uh, the only other thing I need to say is untuck. I mean, untucked was fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Jada's plucked with uh, Sherry. Gigi's worried about getting to the top, even though mm-hmm. she absolutely will. Yeah, there's she's, there's no need for her to worry. No, and Whoopi's a doll and a deer, and she brought her family there. Mm-hmm. And she gives Snot Slick the advice of do your best and give your all, which was also heart just heartbreaking to see her get that advice from Whoopi. Mm-hmm. Awful. Well, next that's week. it. That's it. What do you think? Dude, you think it's going home next? You think it's um, Jackie? I I don't know. I mean, for me, my top three is um, Jada, Gigi, uh-huh. and Crystal. Yeah. And I mean, if there is a top four, I'm sure Jackie goes home. I mean, I don't want to like philosophize. That wasn't a word. But I think it might be. I think next week Jackie goes home and then we'll get her back because uh, yeah, that person's not allowed. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good gag to get back the person that was sent away. Um, I think that that would make me very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was anyone who's listening, even kind of there's no one. <laughs> I think all of us have been so collectively wrong about who's going home when. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting how we decide to do a mini ep with someone who was the most right. Who? <gasps> I, I don't mean, know. I want to see. I. Oh, I can't find a, my little list of people. Uh-huh. I was so wrong. I can't remember who I thought. Oh, I thought uh, uh, Dahlia Sin was going to be in the top. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, gag. Who well, would think she would become a piece of broccoli? And I mean, the fact that we didn't get more Nikki doll is so, that's heartbreaking still. Like, yeah, she's just her so, looks were stunning. So delightful, but we'll, we'll get to see more of them soon. Thank and, you for giving us good reviews on the Apple podcast. Oh yeah, thank you so much. I'm going to read one, if that's okay. No. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Okay, bye. Um, uh, This one is from Gender Bong Conforming. Such a fun show. I love Drag Her. My friend turned me on to this podcast and it has been so fun and validating to hear these two hilarious icons dig into every episode of Drag Race. I will often refresh my podcast app around midnight Monday so I can listen ASAP. I love y'all. <gasps> okay, that's fucking sweet as hell. Thank you so much for listening and uh, continue to give us some reviews. We'll give you a shout out on the pod. Yeah. Well, till ne- uh, I guess till Wednesday, we'll, you'll uh, stay tuned to listen to our mini app on Celebrity Drag Race. Yes, and please. Find us on Stitcher and wherever yes. you pod. Yeah, okay. Bye-bye. <gasps> Bye, fish. Still about to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag
That was a HeadGum Podcast.